walk and talk and chew gum. Got it, Pat. All right, we're ready. It's our half hour that we get to talk to great professionals in and around the area. And today we are with the professionals of Schneider's One Hour Heating and Air Conditioning. And of course, we'll talk about a huge special that's going on. It's been running for quite a few years now, but we'll do that here in just a moment. But first, let's go through the different ways that you can listen, because of course you do have us on the radio. But if you've gone digital, like most other people, what you can do is you can download an app that would go on your mobile device. You have Alexa powered devices. You have a streaming online. You go to our website and you just pick that button and click it that says listen live and and it's easy enough. Now, if you're on our website and want to listen to this in its entirety, again, what you do is you pick programs, let's talk, and then look for Schneider's One Hour. Uh, That will shorten it because there's only so much space on the website to be able to put all of that. But it's Schneider's One Hour Heating and Air Conditioning. Gary Schneider, hello. Welcome, thank you. Feel like you should have some trumpets or something. Is you- <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Mike, how are you? Mike Whitmire, nice to see you too. Doing wonderful. Just Thanks, to Tracy. see people, I think we need yeah. trumpets. Just <laughs> as you walk in the door. This is a great privilege today. I know, right? Not too many people have come back in, so it's nice to have you in today. But it's, it, it's, it's that time of year where we need to clean and we need to make sure things are running properly. But I want to get into the sale first. So, Mike, I'll, I'll point over to you because you've had this sale going on for, what, 15 years now? Oh, yeah, every bit of it. Um, every spring, um, heating and air conditioning, this is our slow time. There's, It's not cold. We don't need a furnace. It's not hot. Um, there's a lot of opportunity out there um, to have a, a promotion to keep our people employed. And that's yeah. really the foundation of why we do this at this time of year. And I know we talked, was it about this time of year? I can't remember when we talked last. The year's just kind of been muddled, but um, but you've kept your people employed. You, you've been able to keep this going. Yeah, we sure have. Um, you know, we I think everybody had a little bit of a curve thrown out of mm-hmm. last year, a year ago. Um, but, you know, we picked up, we had a little bit of a downtime for that, but we picked up with this promotion at that point, and that got us back going in pre-summer. Um, you know, things really blossomed, and can't thank enough people to help us out there. And now is a good time to be able to do this, not only year-wise, but a lot of people are getting those checks in between taxes and stimulus. And I mean, it just seems like some money is coming our way. Some mm-hmm. For some folks, it's just keeping them afloat. But for some folks, this is the time that they finally have the money to be able to take advantage of this particular special yeah that could be um the other thing we're all spending more time at our homes than we ever have mm-hmm. um, we're not going to the movies as much we're not going out and just spending a day out and about so um you know we're confined in our space and it's become more important to invest in our homes i believe yeah i mean i gotta bake bread now on my own so my <laughs> <laughs> don't have to but that's what we've taken up but talk about the special a little bit in case folks have not heard that commercial on our station okay yeah um this, this time of year, we're doing, a, a if you purchase an air conditioning system, uh, you get a free furnace, and we just asked for an additional $995 to install that. That would be the labor and portion of the furnace install. Um, we have about 87 units uh, that we pre, prearranged with our distributors, um, and we, we've got 20 of them already gone, so... Um, the times are ticking down and we're running this till about May 15th. May 15th. Okay. So we have some time, but yet it's, it's probably good to get on this Yep. in order to be in, I mean, because it's while supplies last, if you want to say it that exactly. way. Exactly. Exactly. So that's our only limitation today. Right. Sure. So talk about a furnace to me. What kind of furnace are we getting? The furnace that's for free, do they come in sizes? See, I'm the perfect person to ask mm-hmm. you questions because I'm always asking my husband, <laughs> what's yeah. that do? Why did the heat go off? So, <laughs> you know, so talk to me about what kind of furnace we'd be getting with this. Yeah, this is based on a 
uh, a natural gas, high-efficient furnace, uh, 96% efficient. So um, every dollar of gas that you buy, only $0.04 cents is being wasted to the outdoors. We're containing 96% of that in the home. So it's a nice, high-efficient, brand-new uh, with a 10-year parts warranty as well. Yeah, and that's important, too, because some folks may not have great of insulation as other mm-hmm. folks may have. So it's important to keep as much heat in as possible. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely, sure. So how do we take advantage of this? Um, give us a call uh, up at the office. Uh, I got Stacy and Lori ready to answer the phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, 724-283-8525. I know, right? right? I just want to close my eyes and, and have you guys do your commercials, but I love it. I, I love your commercials. Gary, nice to see you. <laughs> it's good to be here. Thank it you. Is, I love the shirt. You always come in with your shirt with of a big course. one hour, and you know. I will have to say that, that your folks are, are the nicest people to talk to. Um, you, you've been in, I know you've, we've been connected, if you will, for quite some time with the radio station, but I've been able to talk to your individuals outside of here as well, and it's just nice to be able to, to chat with them. Um, we've been in Butler since 1953, and uh, yeah, we work very hard to get and keep uh, good employees. It's, uh, it's difficult. I mean, you got to... Uh, find the right people and then train them properly to uh, be able to uh, go into a lot of people's houses. Uh, yeah. So it's tough. Yeah. How are you doing that right now? Has your restrictions eased up a little bit or do you maintain like the booties and, and whatever it is that you need? Um, we have wore uh, floor savers for probably 20 years, uh, you know, to respect people's homes. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, with the pandemic on, we, uh, you know, we have all the, uh, sanitizers and we wear the masks and um, uh, make sure that, uh, you know, we're not uh, uh, attributing to any challenges that people have that way. So. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about what's called National Clean Week or Cleaning Week. I don't want to hear it because I plug in my ears. <laughs> I don't want to have to go and clean. But, uh, but it is something that is important that we do need to pay attention to our air conditioning units and our heating units. So what what do you see most often? And Mike, I'll ask you the same question from your perspective. But Gary, what do you see the most often that we don't do every single year that we should to keep ourselves safe in our homes with your air conditioning mm-hmm. and, and heating units? Well, number one, we've said it for years that um, the number one cause of failure in heating and air conditioning equipment is dirt. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, dirt that is um, circulated throughout the house as the units are running. Uh, outdoor units, we get a lot of grass and uh, pollen and all kinds of stuff in the outdoor units. So the cleaner that you keep your equipment, the longer it lasts, the more efficient it is. Um, so that goes along with cleaning. Uh, I think the other biggest thing is indoor air quality. So the air that you're breathing, um, how are you conditioning it? And um, we have uh, air cleaning systems to uh, take all of the airborne dust and dirt. So if uh, you know, somebody jumps on the couch and you look uh, in the sunlight coming mm-hmm. in the window and you yes. see those flakes, that's yeah. airborne dust and dirt. Okay. Um, that's very difficult to remove from the air, and we have a way of doing it. So um, not only do we take that airborne dust and dirt out, but um, we also have uh, systems that are designed to take all of the um, bacteria and the viruses and that type of stuff out of the air too. So. All right. Mike, you're, from your vantage point, what do you see that we as homeowners don't do that we should? Well, um, you know, I know it happens at my house uh, yearly, it seems, but, you know, walls get scrubbed and the draperies get taken care of. Mm-hmm. And um, as our 
air conditioning and heating equipment's running. As Gary mentioned, uh, everything's being circulated throughout the home. Um, but it all doesn't make it back down to the furnace in the ba- basement, maybe. Uh, and it gets stuck in the ductwork. Um, so as more air comes across, it just kind of picks that up from time to time as something will get free. So um, uh, duct cleaning is a very great way to, to get that inside of that ductwork taken care of and scrubbed free of all that stuff that's in there um, to get that out of the home too. So is that dust and dirt going all the way from where we can see all the way down to the system? And I, I asked that mm-hmm. because I know I'm not the only yeah. one. I've looked at the duct and went, wow, we should probably clean that, you know, because you just see sure. what's at the surface, if you, if you will. But I guess I imagine all that air being pushed out and, and that dirt is not laying in there. False, mm-hmm. <laughs> true, false, <laughs> correct me where I'm wrong. It, well, is that dirt all the way down into the system? Yeah, it's going to make it the whole way back from that nice register that you see mm-hmm. on the side of the wall. And there's connecting ductwork the whole way down to the furnace. A lot of it will make it down, but there's still a good amount that's going to get stuck part way and just fall and be heavy. Um, and it's going to be trapped in that ductwork. And if somebody stomps their foot, maybe it breaks a little bit of that vibration and breaks a little bit of that free. And then it reintroduces it back into the airstream and those kind of things. So... What we can do is get in there and actually with a large vacuum and a scrub brush and things, we can go ahead and get all that stuff out of that ductwork and we don't have to worry about breathing it again. So how can some dirt, we'll just call it dirt for the sake of our <clears throat> conversation, how does some dirt lay in that ductwork while some other dirt can be pushed out into the home? Well, some of it's just just heavy enough once it gets into the into the ductwork or maybe the system shuts off mm-hmm. before it makes it the whole way back to the furnace. Then it ends up laying um, kind of like on the surface of the TV screen or on the vanity table. Um, and you have to dust that once in a while. Well, that's happening all all the time inside your ductwork. Oh, okay. So, Gary, when you clean the ductwork, are you going from the point where I can see in my home, or do you go down into the system and go up through? So we start in the basement. Uh, we hook a large vacuum onto your ductwork. And then we go up to each of the registers and we have a large hand uh, blower that we blow down in the registers to get the large stuff out. Mm-hmm. Then we have a rotating brush that from in the basement, we run it uh, through the ductwork and basically scrub the ductwork. So, so you, you have to do each duct, right? I mean, going yeah. from that unit, you'd have yeah. to go throughout the house. Right. We kind of, you know, the analogy was used years ago by somebody that if you thought about, um, like Michael was talking about how the air moves, if you thought about drinking milk mm-hmm. with a dirty straw. So in the cup, it's nice, clean milk. Right. But if the dirt, if the straw is dirty, by the time you get it to your mouth, it's it's dirty milk. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. kind of, the, your duck works the same way. Yeah. Now, when I'm asking you these questions, I'm envisioning a home, which of course a lot a lot of homeowners are around and, and they need your services. But what about businesses? Do they also need the same service? Yes, yes. And we do, uh, we do quite a few uh, businesses also. So, yeah. Uh, any, our, any difference in how you handle that? Because businesses are, are a lot larger. Um we section the ductwork into uh, smaller sections so that we can handle it with the vacuum that we have to uh, suck the dirt out of it. Let me ask you about cleaning the space, the air in, in the room. One thing that I, I believe that you have is the UV sanitation lights. Right. Explain to me how those work. So uh, the sun has a, uh, the, the sun creates uh, UV, mm-hmm. uh, ultraviolet light. And that ultraviolet light is actually what purifies uh, the outside air 
uh, on the earth. We basically take the same technology, put it into a bulb, put it into your ductwork, and as the air circulates past that uh, ultraviolet light bulb, we uh, sanitize or sterilize any uh, viruses or you know anything that goes past it so that uh, by sterilizing the ones that go by, it, it will not reproduce and get worse in your house. Is that a permanent light even after you're gone or is that just a fix while you're at my, ho- my home right. uh, servicing my house? So the bulb is installed in your ductwork okay. and it remains, uh, the device remains permanent. Uh, the bulbs have a life uh, about two years, and then uh, you replace the bulb. And how do we know if the bulb has gone out? And is this a different bulb than a lamp light? Because I think, you know, the lamp light, you obviously know if it's burnt out. Sure. If this is in our ductwork, how do we know if it's still working? It looks like a, like a fluorescent tube that you'd have in the, in the studio here, uh, similar to that. Okay. Uh, the light will still be illuminated two years later. But um, they become uh, not as useful. Uh, you'll start to see on the ends of them where they'll darken up, and uh, so they're not, they don't have their effectiveness. Oh, so, okay. So will we see light? Yeah. You'll, well, uh, down, at the the furnace, down at the furnace. Oh, down at the furnace. Okay. If, if you have right. a little hole somewhere, yeah, you'll see some, you'll see some light. I was going to think of the creative stories that you could tell, like some kids going over, like, your light, <laughs> what is that light? I don't know. <laughs> you know, that would be a lot of fun. But yeah. So um, is this something new? How long has the UV lights been around? And I asked that because my follow-up question is going to be, has it come about because yeah. of this past year? No. Um, UV lights, uh, you'll see in, uh, in a lot of uh, restaurants or hospitals, sometimes you'll see them, they're mounted on the wall up over like a doorway. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing the same thing. Um, it, it's, it's not new technology. I would say it's probably been out in the last 25 years. Uh, we've installed them for probably... Uh, I don't know, 10 or 15 years anyhow. Every bit yeah. of it. Yeah. So I have them in my home, and um, uh, my wife has uh, a lot of allergies, and um, we love them. Uh, people that have worked for me have installed them, and uh, we have stories that, you know, the kids were on allergy shots. And um, after we put uh, indoor air quality in their home, uh, they found great results from it. So we get a lot of – a lot of uh, people that comment back to us about, wow, we really were skeptical, but now we're The belie- results are good. Now we're believers, yes. And, and I'm wondering how many people out there don't know that that is an option because maybe they don't have allergies, so maybe they didn't have to go down that road in, in trying to find a solution to that problem. And I guess I'm bringing that up because it is available, and if people are concerned nowadays with cleaning that air in the home and uh, preventing any illnesses, then that could be an option for them. Absolutely. And it's not for everybody, but um, the um, the current situation with the virus has definitely raised a lot of eyebrows and caused a lot of people uh, that uh, maybe didn't have a need before. They do mm-hmm. see the need for it now. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we have more to talk about. Uh, Schneider's one-hour heating and air conditioning with Mike and Gary. And I want to move on to the air conditioners because it is, you know, again, tis that time of year. So, Mike, I'll start with you. Uh, again, what should we be checking specifically when it comes to our air conditioner? Or should we just let you do it? I mean, is that what, what you all are, are, do, are there for us? Well, that's, um, that's what we do every day, Tracy. Yeah, uh, yeah we're out, we're out um, you know, making sure they're clean, safe, um, the refrigerant levels proper inside them. You know, everybody hears about, oh, I had to charge my air conditioner, those kind of things. Um, 
we're taking care of that. But unless you have the specialized tools to do that, I guess you really can't do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Why is it important that we call you every year to do this? Well, uh, we want to keep them operating 100% efficient, um, keep them safe. You know, there's electricity involved in an air conditioner. We want to make sure the terminals are fixed and not corroded and going to cause a problem or a spark or, or worse and burn some terminals or um, just preventative maintenance in general. Um, there's no worse time to have a breakdown than when it's 85 degrees overnight, right? Yeah, right. Well, I, I have to share this with you because last year, no, it have been a couple years ago now, but my husband called me at work and said, oh, the air conditioner went down. I'm like, ah, oh, great. You know, now what are we going to do? So he took a couple of days before he decided to look at the air conditioner outside. I don't want to say it was a huge snake. And it was a snake. <laughs> so do you find that often that, that animals, critters will get into these units and, and cause some problems? Very often, yeah. We see uh, chipmunks and mice and snakes and um, bats. Uh, we've seen all kinds of things. Probably if it's small enough to get in there, we've seen it. Um, and they'll cause some damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to make sure that's not going on too. Um you know, one thing a lot of folks like to do in, as they're winterizing their home is maybe put a cover on their air conditioning unit outside. Um, but when they turn it on in the spring, they forget to remove that cover. Oh, so, okay. You know, it's yeah. a great time to have a reminder. If you did that, it's, weather's good enough now. Go ahead and take that, open up that present, and be ready for to turn that on here the first time. Will that overheat it? Yeah, that can overheat it and cause some pretty major damage there, sure. Yeah. Gary, how about you? How about the critters that go inside? We'll just say that that was the snake's last day with us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've seen uh, there are critters that get in there, and that definitely causes problems. Um, You know, again, the the biggest thing, I think, is keeping the unit clean. And um, that outdoor unit is uh, similar to, like, the radiator on your car. So people cut grass. They blow grass towards it, Mm -hmm. and they don't realize that they're – cutting their efficiency tremendously. Um, uh, you know, you ask, should you do it yourself or should you have us do it? If you have the ability and the expertise to do it, you know, I, I understand that. Uh, but I've had people create a lot of damage by, um, we had one customer with a fairly new outdoor air conditioner and he uh, decided to take the pressure washer to it to help it. And uh, it basically ruined the outdoor unit by, you know, flattening all the fins and everything on it. So, you you know, as long as you're not going to do damage to the unit or yourself, I get it. But uh, I think it's always better to have the professional uh, look yeah. at it and get it done right. It looks pretty sturdy, but aren't there delicate wires in there? Absolutely. And there's high voltage in there. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, <know>. there's that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so to do it safely, just give you guys a call yep. and, and go from there. Yes. All right, so anything else about an air conditioner before we move on? Um, not that I can think of. I mean, again, the biggest thing there is just uh, keeping them clean. The indoor coils uh, will collect dirt. They're, um, uh, they're damp in the summertime because they're extracting the water out of the air. And if you don't have a good filtering system for the air, mm-hmm. then you'll collect a lot of dirt up underneath that air conditioner coil, and um, that's difficult for a homeowner to get out. So uh, there's a lot of water that comes out. An average air conditioner in a house might, on a good humid day, might produce five gallons of water. Uh, And there's a drain system set up to remove that water. Well, if that drain gets dirty or plugged, now you're you have five gallons of water going somewhere that it's not supposed to be going. Right, so. right. And I would assume that if we don't get the air conditioner maintained, that we're not going to have as high efficiency 
of the the production of, oh. of the cooler air. How does a homeowner know that the the air conditioner needs to be looked at? I mean, I know we could sit in the house and think that it feels cool, but maybe we don't have the temperature where we need it to be. Um, you know, on a on a spring day, you probably wouldn't know the difference because mm-hmm. the you know even if the air conditioner has lost its capacity, uh, you're still okay. It's that ninety degree day when you really need it that you know, it won't keep up. And now not only is yours not keeping up, but, you know, we have a long list of people that have no air conditioning that day. So that's why maintaining it in advance is uh, really the way to go about it. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Then you could be in line. Yeah. And you don't want to be in line on a 90-degree day, but no. you can only do so much right, <laughs> in right, a day. Right. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. So how do you do that? I want to ask you about dryer vents here in a minute, but how do you do that? Because you are Schneider's one-hour heating and air conditioning. How do you keep up when you have very, very busy days? Mm-hmm. Well, we, we have appointment windows, and uh, we have uh, one-hour, uh, three-hour, four-hour windows, um, and there's, we only have so many technicians, so we run, we take care of the emergency work. We, lot, we work overtime when we have to, to take care of the emergency work. And uh, stuff that's maybe categorized as non-emergency, uh, we'll move it to the next day or, you know, the day after that and, mm-hmm. and work through it. So um, our goal is to get everybody warm or cooled uh, that day, but uh, there are days when you just you just can't do it. Yeah. And Mike, I think when we talked last a year ago, I, I remember your voice in my head saying that you, you work all the time. I mean, if it's mm-hmm. three o'clock in the morning and somebody calls you for an emergency, do you do you wait until the early morning hours to go ahead and, and take care of them? Or do you go out then? Well, we get out there as quick as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's been times in my career that I've been out at one and two and three in the morning and uh, missed breakfast and just started my shift. Um, doesn't happen as much as it maybe it used to, it seems, but um, and maybe that's just the old guy talking. I don't know, but, um, but no, so we, you know, we see it, um, we get there as quick as we possibly can to help anybody out. Yeah, absolutely. So Gary, let me go back to you for a moment because the dryer vent cleaning, I think is an important one. And I'll tell you why it sticks with me. This was a few years ago now, whenever there was a fire at somewhere in Butler County, I just remember covering the story and I called the the fire department to get some details on it. And the reason the fire started was because somebody didn't clean out their dryer vent. And that has always stuck with me. And so I always try to make sure that I pay attention to that. And I think before that, I didn't really think that it was that big of a deal. It is a pretty big deal, isn't it? It is a pretty big deal. Uh, It's amazing to me how much, uh, how much lint really is produced in that dryer. Um, And yeah, you know, uh, you pull the screen out and clean it off and put it back in after every load of clothes, but uh, there's still a lot of lint that gets through there. Um, and some of these dryer vents are very long. So uh, what happens is you have hot, humid air. Uh, you're trying to exhaust it outside. And if you're running through a, uh, you know, 15 or 20 foot long space, What's happening is that hot, humid air uh, starts to condensate like dew on the grass inside that pipe. So now all of a sudden you have a, a lot of lint that's stuck inside that pipe. And uh, I clean mine out quite often. It's amazing the efficiency on the on the dryer. Uh, how much how much quicker the clothes will dry when you can get the air away from the dryer. So. 
And that's going to cost you less money if you're using the dryer less because you're using less electricity. And so, I mean, that efficiency is really important, not only for a fire concern. I mean, you want to make sure that that is taken care of, but the efficiency of your dryer. Right. And uh, that lint is uh, a lot of people use it as a fire starter in fireplace. So it's very flammable. Yeah. So that's key. So should we have that done Every year, should we put that on the calendar like many other things that we need to have checked out and maintained? Yeah, or, or is a year too long? I guess that's my point in, in asking you that. You know, what I do with everything like that um, in my life is I, I'll clean it out uh, in a year, and I'll say, well, how dirty was it? Well, it was, it was pretty dirty. So then I'll go, well, let's do it in nine months and see. Okay. And I work my way back until I come to a, you know, to a uh, schedule for that for that dryer. They're all different. It depends on, you know, if you have two people in your household or five, uh, how long you're, how often you're running that dryer. So Mike, do you all keep uh, track of how often you have visited someone's home? Do you give us reminders if, if we have not been a client before, I'm not one to keep it on my calendar, you know, Mm -hmm. so will you remind me a year later? Do you give a call? How do you handle that in the office? Yeah, there's a couple of different ways we handle that. You know, um, digital technology. We send out reminder emails on different appointments, uh, kind of like maybe the dentist would. You've missed a cleaning mm-hmm. kind of yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our comfort club members, our maintenance program members, uh, and we're constantly on the phone making appointments and reminding and working schedules, uh, you know, covering Saturdays if they both work and that kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah, my staff's actively uh, in relationship with the homeowner and, hey, remind them that summertime's coming we're available let's get this taken care of before you need it and now because we are home we mentioned this at the beginning of the program for anyone who has joined us late um, now would be a good time to be able to take care of this and so I want to get back to something you mentioned at the beginning of the program which is your sale again Mm -hmm. for anybody who has joined us late in the program the annual sale is here so talk about that once again for us yes we got the the annual sale Purchase an air conditioning system, uh, you get a free furnace, and we just asked for $995 for the installation fee of that furnace. Uh, again, they're uh, high-efficient gas furnaces with uh, brand-new warranties, factory fresh. I mean, they're not rebuilds or anything a huge leftover from many years past, right? They're current models, and uh, they're ready for new homes. And, you know, when you said rebuild, I was going to ask, uh, you finished early. <laughs> I'm writing down a note that I went, oh, I'll ask Gary this next. Gary, do you do a lot of rebuilds? Do you do a lot of fixing of air conditioners, you know, dryer vents? Or do you put new items in? Or does it depend on the situation? How do you handle that for a homeowner? We actually, we do both. We, okay. do, we do a lot of both. Um, and uh, every, every situation is a little bit different, but um, basically... We go into someone's home if their air conditioner isn't working. Mm-hmm. Uh, we diagnose the problem, figure out exactly what is wrong with it, and then we present the people uh, with options. You can replace it. You can repair it, you know, uh, and then let them decide. Because, really, everybody's in a little different situation. I mean, there's times in, in my life when I've fixed a truck with 120,000 miles on it because I could afford to fix it. I couldn't afford to replace it. And so we just do the same thing with homeowners. We say, you know, this is what it'll take to fix it. It's still not going to last forever, but, you know, it's fixed. You have cooling. You can get through the summer uh, or you can replace it. 
I'm sure a lot of people appreciate the options, but I'm sure a lot of people also say, okay, what do you think then? You know, sure. what do I do now? Sure. So how do you handle those kind of questions? Because it is up to the homeowner, yep. but yet it's great to have the professional give you some advice. Right. It, um, if they ask me my opinion, then I, I tell them based on that situation, this is what I would do in this case. And I, uh, you know, years ago, somebody said, uh, think of uh, what you would do if it was your grandmother's house. Mm. And that's kind of the way we look at it. And that's the way we train our technicians. Um you know, um, if this was your grandmother's house, what would you tell her? Uh, you know, the furnace is old. I could fix it, but I wouldn't replace yeah. it. It's time to, fi- it's time to replace it. And in other cases, it's not time to replace it. So it just, uh, every situation has a, a, a different outcome. Yeah. Schneider's one hour heating and air conditioning. I know we're coming up to the, the close of our time together. One, can you do your commercial for me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear your commercial. I can go and play it if I wanted to, <laughs> but you're here live. Let's do a commercial. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Mike, why don't you give us the phone number since, uh, in case we do want to take advantage of one of your specials or just have you out. Yeah. yeah. 724-283-8525. Fabulous. All right. So as I always do with anybody that I have, I just want to ask your final thoughts just on how important it is to make sure that you have things updated. Mike, I'll start with you. Gary, I'll end with you. Um, updated uh, yearly maintenance on your, your heating and air conditioning units is a strong recommendation. Um, and age of units, you know, you get to that 15, 20 years, it's maybe time to be a little proactive and think about the uh, upgrade before it fails you. Yeah, absolutely. Gary? I guess my biggest thing is uh, think ahead of time and get that air conditioner looked at and running before summer. Um, it makes for a much more pleasant uh, situation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, eliminate that rush on 4th of July weekend. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate you being there for us in an yep. emergency, but yep. <laughs> it all works out better if you're on a schedule. So, Mike, uh, Gary, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks appreciate you. it. All yep. right, folks, thank you very much for joining us for Let's Talk. This, again, will be on our website. You can always listen to that in its entirety, especially if you missed the details of the special and the phone number. But it's WISR680.com. You pick programs, Let's Talk, and then the audio player will be right there for you. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk.